everyone, and welcome to the Icon Church Leadership Podcast. My name is Alona. I'm the Operations Director at Icon, and I'm here with Justin Anderson, our lead pastor. And today is the finale of Season 3 of A Strategy for Reentry. We are in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, and so this whole season has been talking about two big ideas, the idea of health and readiness. We looked at individuals, we looked at our teams, uh, and we are wrapping up this look at our organizations and what it means for our organizations to be ready for whatever this coming season is going to look like in this new world in the midst of COVID. So uh, today specifically, we are looking at the question of, is my organization ready? Yeah, we always have to remember that readiness uh, is is known in the context of what the goal is, Mm -hmm. right? So are we ready for what? And so we've been talking about that uh, throughout the season that we have to have an understanding of what it is we're trying to accomplish in the fall, right? So whether your business is on a quarterly kind of basis where you're thinking quarter by quarter, uh, if you're a church leader or a community group leader, certainly the fall is a, a typically, you know, in a normal world, uh, a, a season of growth where we expect to see new people and, and see our churches grow and new people uh, joining our community groups. Uh, whether or not that's going to be the case this fall with all that's going on, who knows, right? right. Um, but having some understanding of what we are preparing for, therefore being able to ask ourselves, are we ready for X, right? So having really clear goals for the fall is really important. So whether that's, you know, if you're a business leader and that's uh, kind of new customer acquisition, if that's expanding in your market, if that's rolling out a new product, if that's you're on a team that's uh, responsible to deliver on something this fall, if you're a church leader, again, I think we have to still have our eyes on growth for the fall. Um, that's going to look different. We're going to talk about that. But I think that still has to be the goal that we have uh, as we would every fall. So here's how we're going to kind of frame up this discussion today. Um, Larry Osborne, who is a great thinker, pastor in uh, San Diego, um, talks about how everything you do, you have to think about the product, what it is you're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. or deliver, but also the process by which people engage your product. So the, the best example of this would be, you had this great idea for a thing, a widget that you're producing, but the way in which you get the widget is really complicated and hard and, and it's, it's hard to find. It's, no, no one knows your website. Is it widget.com? Is it widget.net? How many times are you going to say widget? <laughs> as many as possible. And, uh, and so not only does your product have to be good, but the process by which your customers uh, engage that product sure, also absolutely. has to be good. So mm-hmm. think about it in the church the product of your church, right? Whether that is the Sunday service, whether it is the uh, community groups or some discipleship thing, whatever it is you're doing, um, also has to be matched by an equally uh, successful and easy to use process. So if you've got a a killer Sunday, but no parking, right? Like that's gonna be a problem, right? Because it makes it really difficult. If you've got a really great children's ministry program, but the way to check in and get all, you know, get the family set up, is wonky and and confusing your signage is bad Mm -hmm. that's going to be a problem as well so you got to nail product and process so that's kind of what we want to think about moving in uh, through this episode and likely that needs to change in the midst of the COVID pandemic and so that's what we're hoping to offer you today is we're going to talk through three different contexts so think about 
church leaders um, broadly, but also community group leaders in churches, and then business leaders, and offer you the opportunity to think through how might your product or process be changing, be adapting, as you think about that new world that you're entering in this next season. So yeah. the first context we're going to think about is group leaders. Yeah, and I'm going to use a specific example from our church, Icon, uh, not only to better equip our group leaders, but um, because I think there's probably some overlap for the rest of you who are listening to this. So our plan uh, here at Icon is as we move into the fall and hopefully uh, the pandemic gets a little bit more under control and we're able to move what, from what our governor calls phase two to phase three. And phase three would allow us um, to meet together on Sundays for watch parties, right? We wouldn't meet together as a, an entire congregation, mm -hmm. but our community groups would host watch parties on Sundays um, to be able to do some sort of kind of mixture of like, it's all online still, but at least there's 10 of us and it's not just me and my roommate who I'm tired of, right? And so, um, so as you are thinking, as a community group leaders, you're thinking about hosting a watch party mm -hmm. and the product of that, right? You should be thinking through, um, is, our, is our house suited for this, right? Where would people sit? Um, is the do we have the TV set up in the right spot so that you know there's a comfortable experience of this watch party? Mm -hmm. Is the Wi-Fi set up and all this, all, all of that kind of product stuff of like what is it going to feel like? What's it going to be like um, to host a watch party? Now, if you're a community group leader in another church and you guys are doing it slightly differently, the questions are still the same, right? Like we mm -hmm. still have to assess like is this going to be good? Yeah. Right. Is this going to be a good experience? And and I'll be honest, like as a church leader. That, that's a little bit of what we're thinking about when it comes to regathering, right? Mm -hmm. Like we could technically be gathering right now, um, but the product of what that would be like with masks and social distancing and all the protocols and all of the, the contact tracing and all the things involved with that would make the product, the experience of it so bad that it just is not worth all of the work that it would require to, mm -hmm. to make that happen. So thinking about the product of like, what, how can I make this experience really strong for people um, to be able to be welcomed into our home uh, for this watch party? Um, but then think through the process as well. Do you have parking outside of your house? How are people going to walk in? Where are they going to sit? Mm -hmm. how, how is the, the, the process of you know, making sure they have masks or social distancing yeah. or whatever, all the process stuff for what a watch party is gonna to have to look like, making sure you just think through that stuff. So it's not, you know, people start showing up and you go, oh yeah, half of you don't have masks, what are we gonna do? Sure. Or where are we gonna put the kids, right? Cause they're the worst. Uh, like, what are we <laughs> okay. gonna, I mean, I have five. And, you brought that upon yourself. <laughs> yes, uh, but like, where, what are we gonna do with them? And what's the process gonna look mm -hmm. like for that? Um, so just having a thought process for what the product is, and what the process is going to be for people to engage that product. Absolutely. So then kind of more broadly then, for church leaders, how could we think through product and process of what we're doing in the fall? Yeah, so there's going to be a little bit more variability here because you guys are watching or listening to this from all across the country, world probably, maybe universe. <laughs> and um, Thanks, listeners on Mars. Yes. Super grateful. And so, <laughs> you know, I don't know what the pandemic's like on Mars or where you're at, um, but the, the expectations are going to be different for what you can pull off, right? So I, I know I have friends uh, around the country, Texas and other places where uh, I think they're still in denial about this <laughs> whole thing. And so people are meeting and gathering. I'm joking, kind of. Uh, but uh, all of that's going to look different. Whatever you land on 
And whatever that's going to look like, whether that's in-person gatherings uh, or online or some hybrid of the two, you have to think about like, what is it that we are providing people mm -hmm. and, and will it have quality? Right, like, will it be an experience people are going to want to come back to? Because let, let's be really honest about this. We talked about this last week. Right now, Barna is telling us that a third of regular churchgoers are still attending the church that they were regularly attending mm -hmm. before the pandemic. Yeah. A third are not doing anything at all, mm -hmm. and a third are checking out other people's churches. Right. So, what what the the marketplace would call brand loyalty, we'll just call people being loyal to our church. Right. That is not high right now. Yeah. And so we do have to think about like, what is this going to feel like for people to be here with mm -hmm. us? And I would just encourage you to think really practically and, and, and not over-spiritualize or idealize this process to go, what can we do well, right? Mm -hmm. Given the restrictions, given our resources, given our building, given what we can put together, given the money we have, given whatever, what can we do well? And I think my fear for many churches is that you will try to do some hybrid thing, which is you really want to get back to in-person gathering. And so you're going to do that maybe sooner than you can, not legally, but sooner than you can at a high level, but still have to do the online thing for those who can't make it or yeah. aren't willing to make it. And so you end up doing two things poorly, right? Rather than choosing one direction and doing it well. Most of us don't have so many resources that we just can kind of do everything well. Mm -hmm. We're allocating resources um, so that we can do the best job we can, create the best product and process, mm -hmm. access to that product um, that we possibly can. And yeah. so thinking really honestly about, okay, what, going back to last week, what's our superpower? What can we do better than anybody else? Mm -hmm. Or what can we do better than anything else we can do? Like, what's our thing? Yeah. Now, how do we deliver that thing in the best possible context with the, with the clearest, simplest, and most user-friendly process possible? And one thought on that that we've talked about has been, and the keyword here is the idea of doing it well. Um, we've talked a lot about how like people might come back one time just to check it out, but if you don't do it well, they're not gonna come back again. Mm -hmm. And so it's really making sure that you do have that product in place and the process in place so that you can run it well sustainably because yeah. they'll, they'll check it out once, even your loyal people might check it out once, but how quickly might you lose folks who would have been interested, would have been willing to try it, but you didn't really have things in a row, uh, ducks in a line, and now people aren't interested. They yep. don't want to put themselves through that again. Yeah, early on in this, in this process as we all adapted online, um, quality I don't think mattered that much because people just wanted to kind of still be with their people in their church and nobody had nobody had a comparison and yeah. so as we all flipped to this online thing we all kind of just did whatever we could do and it didn't really matter people hung with us and I think that was true for the first couple of months as time goes on though um, bad quality becomes a strain on our attention span yeah. right we just can't manage you know as humans we're not going to watch bad quality things or listen to poor quality audio mm -hmm. for longer than we have to, especially when there are alternatives. So pretty quickly, I think people figured out like, no, some people are doing this better than others and I can, everything's online. So it's easy to watch some other church that I kind of was paying attention to anyway, but now they've got the money or they're committing to doing this at a higher level. So as hard as this is going to be to hear for some of us, especially pastors, mm -hmm. you got to get better. 
you gotta get higher quality video. You gotta get higher quality audio. Not because we're trying to be performers and, and, and compete with MTV or whatever, but because it's just hard to watch bad and it's hard to listen to bad. So as, as good as you can make it and leveraging your resources, not kind of biding your time until you're back to in person, because we don't know when that's gonna be. I think right now what we have in front of us requires to put all of our resources into this thing to make it as good as possible mm -hmm. for the sake of our people. Absolutely. So we've talked through kind of community groups. You've talked through church leaders. Uh, what would you say kind of to that business context? Yeah. I, and, and I want to be, uh, th there's a lot of us in, in various, you know, very few of us probably are business owners where we're having to think through how am I delivering my product to my customers? Some of you are, and I think that that's really important. Go, okay, what, pro what, what part of my business or what particular products or are there new products that this new world needs mm -hmm. that I can deliver at a high level, yeah. right? And I think thinking through the opportunity there is really important. Um, but also, most of us, I think, are probably maybe team leaders within a large organization or maybe yeah. just team members within a team of a large organization. And so some of the product you're delivering is going to be internal, right? Mm -hmm. Like your, your team is working on a piece of a larger product. Yeah. And so your delivery, yes, you're thinking about the customer, but also your immediate customer is just whoever is the, the product manager for that, that thing. And how are we communicating? How are we delivering a product? How are we doing this now that we can't be face-to-face? -face? So, uh, you know, thinking, I, I think, uh, it, specifically to your context and what it is you're working on and what you're doing, just taking that step of going, okay, what are we trying to deliver and how are we delivering it? And, and no matter who our customer is in our world, um, having, uh, having the time, creating the space to think through that, uh, I think will we'll pay, uh, pay dividends for you down the road. Especially if, uh, I'll say this, if you're a team member um, and on a team that's been doing things the right way, if you take a little bit of time to think creatively about how your team can just level up the product or level up the process of delivery of that product just a little bit, take that to your team leader and go, hey, I, I took an hour this week and it just was like trying to be creative about how we can make our thing a little bit better or the process a little bit better. I think that's gonna really probably impress your team leader and, and contribute to the health of, uh, and readiness of your team in a way that I think is gonna be really helpful for you also in the long run. Absolutely, so those are kind of the three contexts that we've talked through, but we would encourage you Go to iconchurch.org slash leadership podcast, look at the show notes, and really start to think about this within your context. What does it look like to evaluate the product that you're delivering and the process by which you're doing that so that your organization, your team, can be really ready to engage that new world this fall? Yeah. Um, so just as a recap of the whole season, uh, we talked about you as an individual uh, and, and your health and readiness, your team, its health and readiness, and your organization or, or what you're trying to accomplish, health and readiness. And probably throughout the, this, this season, there have been certain episodes, certain, certain pieces of that that have been kind of have touched a nerve or you've been more excited about or paid more attention to and others that you've overlooked. So I would, I would pay attention to both of those things. One is, um, are you someone who's somewhat introspective? And so the, the are you healthy, are you ready piece, or maybe you're just in that kind of season right now, was really meaningful for you. Make sure you do all the work for yeah. that. Sure. Um, some of you are more oriented towards your team, you're a leader, you're a manager, you, you're, you're thinking about the people. Some of you are more organizational leaders and you're thinking about the product and the process uh, in the meta sense. 
pay attention to the ones that were the most like, yeah, interesting mm -hmm. or important to you, but also pay attention to the ones that were the least interesting and mm -hmm. the least important because a failure at any level is going to hurt the overall, yeah, right? Definitely. So if, if, you, if you're waking up in the morning thinking about the organization and ignoring yourself, but in the end you're unhealthy, it's all gonna fall apart eventually. You're, you're living on borrowed time as an organization if the leader's not healthy, okay? So pay attention to the one that was most interesting, Pay attention to the one that was least interesting. Do the work in both and be prepared so that when you walk into this next quarter, this next season, you're ready to kick some butt. That's good. Sports That's good. metaphor. Oh, is that a sports metaphor? What yeah. sport? Butt kicking. Hmm, interesting. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into this season. We're so glad that you're with us. Would you rate, subscribe, and share the content? Help other leaders really equip themselves, equip their organizations to be ready to face whatever this fall is going to bring, because we don't know. And so this type of work is going to be really helpful to you in the long term. So again, go share the content, uh, and we'll see you next season. Mm -hmm.